Welcome back to the Mediocre Podcast. Uh, my name is Daniel, and I have Sam and Chris with me. Uh, say hello, boys. Thank you, Daniel. Hi, Hi boys. For um, your warm welcome. And we're hanging out today uh, on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about music theory and rating different music theory items and terms uh, from worst to best. You could call it a loose tier list. Yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah. Um, don't get crazy, though. Yeah, don't don't get... <laughs> uh, we've got some brew, potentially. Did you boys make some brew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I made some brew about an hour and a half ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a reasonable time frame. So I can still smell it. Oh. Um, there we go. Yeah, what is it? It's, it's like? gone, though. So... Uh, I made a I made the the pink bourbon from black and white. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, nice, nice, nice. A mediocre podcast classic, one of the most yeah, highly rated, I believe. Is it the same one, or is it just a different uh, variety, uh, different pink bourbon variety? No, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, it's roughly the same. Okay. At least. <laughs> um, so I can uh, let's see. What mug? What mug are you rocking today? Yeah, there's a lot of so mug. Is that an I'm going mug? with. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, this is this is um, Mister Poopy Butthole. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, my sister made this for me for Christmas a couple years ago. Oh. Um, it's my tallest mug. I mean, you know, look at look yeah, at that. That's a tall mug, bad boy. Right? So mug. when I'm drinking extra coffee, you know, I go with Poopy Butthole. Um, so you know, the coffee I had, the, the Colombian pink bourbon, was really good an hour and a half ago when I drank it. <laughs> Um, the remnant, uh, smells are like, there's some citrus in there. Like there's some, there's some nice juice to this. You got some juice in there? Yeah. Yeah. So remnant I mean, it's, it's smells. It's are good. we doing remnant smells today? <laughs> yeah. We're doing, I'm doing remnant smells. Yeah. Chris, what do you have? So that's what I had today. I think the same one i had a week or two ago it's um, the nicaragua finca buenos aires can you turn your mic up at all chris yeah i can yeah get get us the, get us that yeah how about that oh you better. could probably go a little bit you probably go a little bit higher yeah we want to hear all of yeah, chris how about that that's good that better that's nice should that's i turn on it. the automatic gain control uh no 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 that's no. for <laughs> Automatic game that. control is for weebs. Um, shout out yeah. weebs in the chat. Um, shout out shout weebs. Out to the weebs. We do not weeb shame. Yeah. By the way, no weeb shaming. Here. We weeb encourage. But Chris, uh, sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, uh, this is the uh, Finca Buenos Aires Nicaraguan coffee. Hmm. I believe. No, 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 no. Is that true? Is that is that your roast or? Yeah. No. It is. Is this a proprietary roast? It is proprietary. Man. I uh yeah, I roasted this one, I don't know, a week or two ago. And here I am. I don't love it. It's super it's super balanced though, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, but it doesn't have a lot of flavor. So oh. you know <laughs> So if balance it's balanced, if not dull. Yeah, no, it's really I think this is the one that said crowd pleaser on. Oh, is that the same one? Okay. I think. Okay. 
I'm not mistaken, it says crowd pleaser on it, which I think what they mean is it offends no one. <laughs> I'm not offended. And so, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? It's it'd be if I got this at a diner, I would be yeah. very happy. Yeah, I'm turning you up for me because you're still pretty quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could probably go a little bit louder. Oh, uh, Sam, I hate to break this to you, but someone has called you a doifus in the chat. Yeah, I did. Uh, doifus, man. I did what? notice. <laughs> they um, called you I a accept. nonstop talking doifus. <laughs> I accept. Doifus. Oh, also, Llama, Llama Tok Yo, is Llama. here with us in the chat. Shout out, Llama. Llama's back. Never fails. Yo, hey, Llama always coming through. Llama? Thank you. Um, we'll talk about Paula Cole later. Um, I don't have an opinion right now, but. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dan, what's the sip today? Uh, the sip is the, oh man, what is it called? I, it's a, it's a counterculture special like blend. Um, I think is it the, the kaleidoscope, no, the, uh, whatever it's called. I just threw away the box. Um, so I probably won't be able box. to tell you. Yeah. It came uh-huh. in a box and then in the box was a bag. So bag in the yeah. box. Oh uh, yeah. Everybody's going with the box. Nowadays, um, so it's it was like family something field trip. Yes, it was field trip. Field trip because that's the one they sell in a box right now. And I got um, globe mug going on, so we're oh, yeah. we're around the world. We're Mister World a right podcast today. classic. Yeah, yeah. Yep, a podcast so boys, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about music theory and mm-hmm. rating, um, <laughs> rating music theory concepts mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and by music theory uh shout out to adam neely we have to we have to clarify here you know we mean we mean uh western music theory so uh, yeah you know, oh i thought you just meant like music theory as in adam <laughs> you know neely. as in adam neely like, as in shout his, outs his thing mr music theory himself <laughs> um so let's start let's start with a softball accelerando okay. Where do we where do we put Accelerando on the list? I mean, can oh you- gosh. So Accelerando can be oh used in a phenomenal way. Um, <laughs> you know, it can really add a lot of character to a piece of music. Yeah. It can add some intensity, it's like some momentum. I don't often hear it used to that effect yeah. successfully. We're pretty much so, locked to a grid on most songs these days. Yeah. So Accelerando, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know, maybe even controversial. Um, actually, I was so I was just listening to um, Godspeed, You Black Emperor oh, okay. last yep. night. Yep. Are you guys familiar? Uh, who's that by? Or like, is, that, is that the artist? No, that's, that's the band. That's the artist. <laughs> like yeah, okay. early 2000s, late 90s, like instrumental post stoner rock ambient legends um we were watching a a live show that they did like years ago and they used accelerando oh okay in a fantastic way to where it was guided also with like volume so the louder the song was getting and the more intense and the more lush it was was getting getting. also the faster the song got there you go until it was just like blazing speeds at the most climactic moment of this 38 minute overture that that they were performing and that was like 
the first time in a while I'd heard a good accelerando, mm-hmm. <laughs> not in classical music. So accelerando, I'm going to have to put in probably like the, if we're tiering this, probably yeah. the B section. B. Yeah, it's a nice solid B. B. Like, yeah. I'm going to put accelerando as B. Do you agree? Chris, 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 you you dead right now. <laughs> I cannot hear you. Um, Chris, you've been really oopsieing on. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. Chris. Yeah, we can't hear you at all. The the batteries in your mic died. I think. <laughs> so let's uh. Chris, while you while you work on that, um, Dan, what what's your take on Accelerando? Accelerando, you put I mean, it in the B section. It's a nice easy B. I mean, it's yeah. useful. It always does what it's supposed to do. It's not hard to implement. You just go faster. Yeah. Um, I would say it's an easy B for a music theory okay. concept. You know, it's easy to understand. There's just yeah. there's just it's never gonna be uh, it's never gonna be like I don't know a triplet. But it'll still be. Oh, I mean, it's never gonna be like tritone substitutions level. But yeah, it'll it's it's an easy one. Um, so while Chris is working on getting his mic working again, um, hey. oh, yeah, oh yeah, there, there he is. is. There he is. Uh, the chat says you need to tighten up on your end, Chris, and show some We're professionalism. This, hey, listen, Discord, <laughs> Discord for Mac tripping. Okay, everyone. Hey. Chris, you can't blame your problems on it. Yeah, Chris, you're gone again. Oh, are yeah. you? S- no, no you, there you you're are. You're here. You're here. It's okay. Uh, so the next music theory concept we're gonna rate is um, <laughs> Locrian mode. Ooh. A- How do we feel about Locrian mode? Locrian mode tier list. Where 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 does Locrian fall on the tier list? Locrian is probably least used. Of all the, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this one for but, me. I mean, this one's an this one's a C. This oh really? I mean, Locrian mode. Yeah, if you really try and you really kind of rig it the right way, you can use it in a in a musical context that um, isn't just like obviously just hitting you over the head with how Locrian mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's. It's really not the most popular mode. It's not the easiest mode to work with. And even when you try to make it sound good or even sound like heavy, even mm-hmm. then sometimes it just sounds like goofy. Like So I'm gonna Locrian for me is an easy C. You know, okay. get that get that weak Locrian mess out of here and find a better mo- like Mixolydian. Hit me with some Mixolydian. Mixolydian is very basic. Like Locrian is just worse Lydian. Well, in a lot of here's the, wait, like worse Phrygian. Wait, hold on. Are you are you trash talking Lydian right now? No, I mean Lydian's fine. Lydian is so useful and so and sounds nice. Lydian is jazz. It's just one one note different than the major. Yeah. But where is Locrian in your tier list, Chris? And my tier list. The thing is. I would have put Accelerando low. Oh, really? Oh, well, then you got to have a mic that's working. <laughs> is it not working now? No, it is. Uh, How so could I, I have heard you? I'm clipping really hard, though. That's the thing. Oh, you're not on You're not on our end. 
I mean, it is. Y'all just probably can't hear it because I'm like oh. I'm getting red lights. It's just limiting and cutting you out if it clips. Yeah, put on so, the red light. So where is Locrian for you, Chris or or Weez? Do you have a an opinion on Locrian? Locrian. Here's what's, the thing about Locrian, Locrian from a drummer's perspective. Do you have to like? Are there situations where you naturally use Locrian without making like a conscious decision to use the Locrian mode? I I can't think of any. Like you have to consciously say I'm doing Locrian. I think it is one right of those. now. Yeah, but it's so, the type of thing like with any mode, the only, the way that it actually works practically is you borrow pieces from it, within another context. So like I mean there there are times where you would write a song in a mode and that happens, but most commonly you just take the notes from that mode and use them over just a major chord or just a minor chord or whatever. Mm. And you kind of imply that sound. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Locrian is the one, it's just the diminished sound. And so you can make it, like it's naturally it's half diminished. But you can move one note and make it fully diminished. And that's used all the time. Like that sound, I mean, even over over a dominant nine chord, you can use the Locrian mode. Mm. And so that's why I'm, I want to say like Locrian is actually a really cool mode and useful. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so you got to put a letter on so it. So what, what, what's your you letter? You got to put a letter, put a letter on, on it. it. I'm going to say B. You get B? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I wouldn't put Accelerando at B. So, so I you're putting Accelerando at, at C. Well, we have to agree. This is Mab's tier list. We have to agree. Oh, we I was have putting to, them all out <laughs> We have separately. to. Well, we don't have to agree. We just have to meet in the middle somewhere. Oh, okay. okay. So like, should so should Locrian go to C then? I mean, Weeze, you. I think you need to weigh in on Locrian. I was gonna say C as well. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll meet in the middle. We'll drop it in C. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. All right. Stave. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Where does <laughs> Stave fall? <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. 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 What's Stave? Where, where does Stave hit you? So. Hmm. I mean. It's it's like a necessary evil, right? Oh, is it an evil? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not okay. evil. It's still neutral. <laughs> but it is necessary. Is it, evil? it is necessary. Yeah, I'll definitely agree that it's necessary. So, like, I mean, I feel like D. Yeah, D-list. Stave is wow, D-list dang. for you? Wow. Okay. Dang, Chris. Man. I mean, how often I use stave. <laughs> is that the proper way to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just it doesn't have much bearing on my musical mm-hmm. life. I hear that. Wow. I hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think stave uh, stave is a C for me. It's boring. There's there's not a lot going on with it. It's it is a stave. Um, they're yeah. useful, but I, you know, people talk about music theory. They talk about reading music a lot of the time. And sometimes yeah. that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, it's like talking about literature and, and talking about grammar. It's like different things to me, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, mean, put that the, wherever you want. Theory in general is is an oral thing, like it's the, and then the writing is a way to like explain it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the stave is just a it's it's a means to an end. Yeah. Stave goes in the means. 
I like means category. Saying stave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not staff. And never staff. Not staff. <laughs> not musical staff. Now, I will say stave on paper higher than stave as in a material to use to make a drum. Oh. Oh, okay. So I was Wait, meaning stave is, is in like uh, you know a staff, a musical staff on the paper. No, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm what saying is the stave that the, making a drum. What is that? Yeah. Mean? So the, there's basically two methods of making a wood drum. One is a full like one piece shell, or like you know multiply, but like it's a single unit. Stave is like multiple actual staves, like barrel staves, put together. To oh, is make that what a you drum call out the of pieces of a barrel, yeah, Stave? yeah, oh, those okay. are staves. So that's a a technique. It's a cheap technique, basically, to make drums. And a lot of oh, okay. home drum builders will start by using staves oh. because they don't have the equipment to make like single piece plies of like circular wood. Oh. But staves, they got they got no resonance. Yeah, like. You can't get a nice natural tone from it because it's just a bunch of different pieces of wood that Classic all have different stave. moisture levels and densities. So stave for drums, I mean, I'm putting those. I'm putting that in D. I, I you. mean, if you're gonna make a drum, you got to start somewhere. You really do. So for that, it's useful. Musical stave, I'll I'll increase to a to a. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've been using the stave a lot lately. Oh yeah, because you've because been teaching. I've been, yeah, I've been teaching with it, so I've been like, "What's been the easiest way up to, to, staves? to like?" Yeah, I don't know. I'm just right now. It's like a solid B to an A for me right now. Yeah, I'm like man, how do I get him to understand this? Well, I already I taught him how to read the stave, so he can look at it and practice to this, and it makes my job easier. So right now, stave, I'm I'm talking A, but oh yeah. But in wow. other contexts of my life musically, I'm putting stave in, in in the C category. Okay. Okay. So so do we where does that where does that land us? Should we, well we well, said you guys D, both said or I said D. Y'all said oh, C. You well, said D. We can go with C. Yeah, so C, like C. Okay. C. Stave okay. is in the C. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna start really cranking the heat up now. Okay. Right. Third inversion seven chords. Ooh. Third inversion seven that means the seven is the lowest note. Is in the yeah yeah. 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 Hmm. Where does that ring? I, so there's a there's a voicing here. Let me play it real quick. Yeah, let oh, us yeah. hear oh, yeah. this, Chris. Chris, play for us. Uh, this isn't. This has got the. Oh. Uh. Gosh. All right. Let's see. You should be able to hear that, huh? Yeah, yeah. We got it. So if you do, uh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a G7. Yep. Yeah. So it's a great vamping chord, and it's a third inversion seventh chord. And so because of that, I want to say useful. And maybe like B? B? B for yeah. the third inversion seventh wow. chord? I mean, you can even do uh, like an uh, like that kind of deal. Yeah. Which is an E7, third inversion. Uh, chat Which, sees you need to. Chat says you need to crank your volume. Uh, on my mic or my guitar? I think on on all of it. I would imagine on all of it. You yeah. could Yo, probably listen, just I'm turn like up over here, y'all. I don't know. You don't could. Know what's happening? You got yeah, Chris me, uh, set it at two hundred percent volume on up. on your end. If uh, let's see. I've got Chris at about one eighty percent, and and it sounds decent. 
180%. Yeah. Let's Whereas see, I've got Dan out. at like 95. I don't want to turn output volume up. Listen, I did turn automatic gain control off before yeah. we started, and I feel like that might be what's... What's throwing us it. for a loop. So it's on now. Can you hear me oh, better? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's perfect. Better. That's perfect. That sounds better. So maybe that's what we need. So yeah. anyways, back to what we were talking about before <laughs> we were rudely interrupted by our listeners. <laughs> Yo, Bob is pretty rude. I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to Bob's say it. Bob's bringing a rude yeah. energy today. Um but he's still here, and it's been. But like he's here. Minutes, I mean, he's so, still. You know. <laughs> Y'all stupid. But what? What your, are you saying? Your toxicity <laughs> is welcome here, my friend. <laughs> yeah, just don't. So yeah, I mean the seven chords. It, it's it's Third it's, it's a reasonable inversion to play. Like it's it's easy to play. It's not a tough one. I feel like any inversion, um, of a seven chord is yeah. welcome because you need that that variety. Anything that's in, not just root position. Yeah. 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 So like I, I I wouldn't I don't think I'd put it any higher than any other similar inversion of a 7 chord. Mm, okay. Like really? because I just th- I think all of them together are like if you only play third inversion 7 chords, they get old. So the like, same way as if you only play no inversion 7 chords. See for me, I mean, I can't rate third inversion 7 chords higher than I rate second inversion. Because mm-hmm. second inversion, it just hits different, and it's it also does. more stable. Uh, yeah. I want to say for the third inversion seven chord, um, I feel like I want to give it a low B, like a. So I mean, okay. so we're stuck on B then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we're like we're that. we're circling it on on a low B for. Well, the, for the thing seven. about the third inversion seventh chord though is you need a bassist. That's true. Yeah. Without a basis, it just sounds like another chord. Like it'll sound like a six chord, yeah. kind of, on the yeah. with the root on the yeah. seventh. Yeah. And so you know you gotta you gotta kind of make it work in different ways. All right, let me hit you with this minor seven flat five chords. Yo, hundred percent S tier. A tier. I'm gonna say A tier uh, because in the wrong hands, mm-hmm. in the wrong hands. I mean, they can be misused. Mm. Uh, Explain yourself. Well, they're just, they're not easy to just throw in. You have to, you know, there's some strategy that yeah. must come with a minor seven flat five. Anytime you're flat in a five, you have to know what you're doing. It's a, it's a dangerous It's game. a dangerous, yeah. thing, but the payoff, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that I, <laughs> the thing that I like about them is that they can also be a dominant nine. Yeah. And, they're great like walking chords mm-hmm. like they take you different places and also they're like not intrusive like they don't they there's not like that flat five is really smooth and it doesn't like really mess you up yeah in the context of a minor seven the flat five is the most um that that tritone dissonance is yeah, is yeah like it's it's very smoothed like out it's the least yeah, defensive. it's real smooth. Yeah. Like I feel like that's one of the smoothest ways to play a like a chord that may not be in the key. I mean, there is a minor seven flat five in every key, but if you, you can play it outside the key, and it's a really nice way to move from chord to chord mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. people being like pulled every which way. True. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with I'm 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 gonna stick with A. Yeah, as well. A. I'm right. with Dan for the, for kind of the same reasons. 
Just um, you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous, dangerous game. It's dangerous. <laughs> All right, uh, Scherzando. Wait, which one is that? Uh, Scherzando is um, in a playful manner. Mm-hmm. Playfully, <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, did you? Did y'all never have to learn a scherzando uh, piece? No, can, I mean I've seen pieces that they wrote in English playfully. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's all. Well, yeah, often it was the title of of a piece. Um, oh yeah. Back in the day, when you would just title the piece, mm-hmm. how you supposed to play it? How you supposed to? Play how it? you supposed to play it? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've learned a scherzando uh, or two in my time. So I like scherzando as a musical notation yeah because i like that it just means it doesn't mean anything but it does you know yeah like play playfully like you kind of know what that means intuitively when you're playing yeah and i like the more open interpretation and more intuitive descriptions of musical styles so i like what scherzando attempts to do yeah however i would rate the actual sound of what a scherzando piece <laughs> sounds like yeah less than i would the idea of scherzando yeah. because it doesn't always end up with like the most evocative piece of music you've ever heard oh, evocative because you hear it Ooh. when like it can be translated as silly more yeah, like, it's it's, when it's you hear a silly-ish it, like, kind of thing. play playfully i hear it as like this sounds silly like the bassoon sounds silly right now <laughs> i mean scherzando for me uh is an easy d it's just not most of the time it just comes across goofy and you know as yeah. a musician i take music very seriously <laughs> so i can't i can't rate this higher than a d we're never goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put it at a D as well. Not nothing lower than a D, because again, I you know, I like that description. Chris, are Would you, you are you a D? Are you acceptable? Do you accept a high D for this? I I'll say high D as yeah, well. I, I feel, so. all of these terms, like all of the words that we use to tell you how to play something, are really just up to interpretation yeah. in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So yeah. I mean, whatever gets you to a good end result, then hey. All right, boys. Let me hit you with this, and then you know, I think. I think this is really where we're going to start drawing lines in the sand. So, okay. you know, uh, okay. Please stay uh you know, keep it keep it classy as we delve into these tougher okay. topics. Okay. Keep things professional. The subdominant. The subdominant. The subdominant. What is the subdominant? Dominant again? Is <laughs> the subdominant? Subdominoes pizza? Uh the subdominant is the fourth degree of the major scale. Oh, yeah. you see, That's you right. go to the dominant. You've got the, the, the dominant, dominant is the fifth, fifth degree. You go below, and then you the go sub, sub yeah. by one. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the interesting thing is that sub actually means the scale inverted. So it's like the dominant oh, yeah. down from the. Well, root. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, if you go down a fifth from the root, That's the why fourth. the submediant is the three, instead of oh, it being one down. below. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, that makes sense. The the subdominant is to me S tier. I mean, really? The four? You've got suspended chords. Wow. You've got a. You've got if you go to 
the subdominant chord, you've got just a beautiful major seven that mm-hmm. pairs so well with the root in a major seven. Yeah. You've got um you've got chords that have an add to add four, which create a dense texture. Mm-hmm. I mean, the subdominant really is just by and large better than the dominant in in most cases. The dominant is just so obvious. It's just so tired. The subdominant though, you know, it plagal cadences. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Can't, I mean, when we, when put this way, that's true. <laughs> so like, Western music was kind of built on one to five the root dominant, yeah. root yeah. dominant, exactly kind of moves. But mo- like music nowadays, without the four chord, if, if we're talking chords, just the we're talking chords, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. chord, yeah, without the four chord, it wouldn't exist. Like it wouldn't be what it is. Like you, it's got this smoothness and thickness yeah, to it. Yeah, it really is the thickest and of it's all so, the notes. <laughs> yeah, it's so akin to the root. That's how we're gonna title right. um, this this podcast podcast thick? episode is yeah. <laughs> thickest note of the major scale. <laughs> I mean, I would say, at least how I'm interpreting thick, that yeah. the four, the four is a thick note. It really is. It really because does. it it you want like you know it's in the key and it's it's really akin to the root but it's far enough away that you f- have a new feeling when you get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Like if you go to the six, <laughs> a unique it's, feeling, it's yeah. really a unique sensation. Weez, what what exactly. are your thoughts on the on the? I mean, do you are you allowing the sub dominant to be S tier? Uh, I mean. My gut tells me that the subdominant is, is kind of mid. Oh, it's a it's, it's a little bit mid. Really, I'm a little bit lukewarm to the subdominant. Why? Because it's I, in the middle of the scale. I can <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the middle of the tier list? That's where I put it, just because it's about in the middle. Uh, you know, it, it is so versatile. As you have described, yes, there's so many things to be done with it, so many use cases, so much rich history. There is a lot of history built upon the subdominant, (laughs) but I just feel like it's 2021. There's seven other notes in the scale that we can be using. (laughs) You know what I mean? And maybe it's just time to move on from the subdominant. So what would you? Give us a letter. I was kind of feeling mid on it. I mean subdominant i was initially feeling kind of a light c a hard c to a light b wow hard c to a light b so we got two s tiers and one so so like uh, we gotta put us in the a we gotta meet that put us in a Um, i'm willing to give subdominant an a i don't want to call it s tier though because i do believe it has maybe not flaws but there's just we can do better yeah, the subdominant. Okay. I mean, it's okay. called sub for a reason. Okay. <laughs> sub I could par. Go for a sub right now. Subdominant. It is about sub time. All right. Whole half diminished scale. <laughs> Whole half diminished. Whole half diminished. Is, also, it has it has other names. Yeah, it has a lot. I think. Yeah. Um, but what I. What else is it called? It ha- I'm it, willing to put it on. A tier. A tier? 
Hey. Cole half diminished in the A tier? Coming so in hot, useful. Chris. You can do Man. it over so many different chords. You don't have to be on a diminished oh chord to use goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. It's also called a oh. double diminished scale, I think. Oh. Is that, do they call it the double diminished? Yeah, like <laughs> triple diminished. Because it's, well, you two, got a flat it's three. two diminished scales a half step apart. You got a flat mm -hmm. three, you've got a sharp four, you've got the four, and you got a sharp five. Yeah, I, I couldn't even think of it that way. I literally, the only way I know to think of it is that, uh, so you've got, uh, if you do, 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 do. <laughs> if you do, 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 do. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear. Yeah. So like you've got yeah. true diminished. Yeah. Which is just mm -hmm. outlining a diminished chord, but it's also the diminished scale. Yeah. And then you've got <laughs> So like it's stuff like that, mm -hmm. which is just two diminished scales placed right beside each other. Mm -hmm. But it's so you can when you're over a diminished chord, it it has a ton of uses itself but also you can do it over a dominant chord like over a five chord or whatever if you're in a blues do it moving to any of the like the when you're going to the next chord you can implement that scale a little bit mm -hmm. oh yeah like the a half step below the chord you're going to if you're going to another dominant chord so but you're also for... you can do it a half step above like it's mm -hmm. kind of the type of thing that almost anywhere you do it it's gonna work so you're kind of making the there's a little bit something for everybody argument to support placing this in the in the A category. Yeah. You like, like and also like you hear it all the time in jazz mm -hmm. particularly. Yeah. Like what's oh. that on? There's a little lick. So what what what's your letter? What's your letter, Chris? Chris was saying I said A. A? a? <sighs> I mean, that's a that's a big ask. That's yeah. a big ask. To go A tier with the whole half I mean, the minus scale. I'm a big fan. Um, I think as a as someone who's not a diminished stan, uh, I have to just give this a C. Uh, oh really? But I'm you know it's a high C. I mean it's like I yeah. know it's good, um, but it's just not the flavor that I use. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? You know but, I was gonna so, say yeah. B. So it looks like we're we're meeting at a nice clean. So, B a nice on this one smooth B man <laughs> we are just filling out the middle here as we generally do <laughs> anything that we give opinions on all right septuplets septuplets <laughs> well I'll let um, Sam go first yeah as our resident uh, rhythmic yeah. individual um, septuplets are fine uh, if we're going to go with odd tuplets, I would prefer the quintuplet. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Cause I think there's a lot more use, at least from a drumming standpoint, there's a lot more use out of a count of five than there is a count of seven. Um, I think there's like a lot of really nice patterns that you can get out of it. You know, the three and two back and forth yeah. is always... I'm always into that. Yeah. And it's also like the speed at which a septuplet is produced sometimes muddies it a little bit. I mean, the way that I was taught to play septuplets in orchestra mm -hmm. was play as fast as you can. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get these notes in 
in this yeah. amount of time. It doesn't matter if they're equal. Like, just follow first cello <laughs> and just get those that, notes. You know, in. that adds up to, you know, maybe to some me, orchestral training I've also experienced. Yeah. <laughs> to me, septuplets, when used correctly, can be cool. But I would say, I would agree, quintuplet is the yeah. far superior tuplet. I think there's there's so much of a swing, like a natural swing to a quintuplet. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to, like, a dilla beat... It's basically like people, just a quintuplet swing. A dillabeat is, is quintuplet, yeah. It's like, and people have trouble articulating that because they're like, oh, it's just the dragged eighth note, but displaced. It's like a dillabeat is literally... quintuplet swing, and I'm tired yes. of pretending they're not. It's it. That's all it is. If you <laughs> write it out, it's, it's straight quintuplets. It's like the first and the third quintuplet in the you know eighth note quintuplet. So it's just there's so much more use that we're getting out of the quintuplet. Yeah, yeah, Septuplet yeah, yeah. can be useful, but I mean, it's got to be sparse. I'm going to say C. the salt. I'm going to say C. I was going to say C, too. It's Chris? The, it's the salt. Where, where are you on septuplets? I'm, I mean, I'm fine to say... I was honestly thinking D. Oh, but really? if y'all are both saying C, I'll roll with C. We're just we're putting a lot of things in C, you know? Well, only two so far. We've got yeah, yeah. Locrian and Stave in C. Oh, really? So... Septuplet. Now, I will say, I would prefer a nice, well-placed septuplet over a song in seven. That's the thing, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't often hear songs concept, that are in... Yeah. As a con- in, by and large. Yeah. I think C, yeah. C is a good, nice, uh, gentle yeah. drop-in C. I'd prefer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All right, um... Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, pentatonic scale. The pentatonic scale. Oh, I, I mean, mean S tier. I mean, can we? Can we? As rock, blues, and funk musicians, not put the pentatonic scale in S tier, and live with ourselves and we sleep can. at I, night. We cannot. It's that's. There's no. There's no discussion here. But also, like every melody that pentatonic you pentatonic scale that well, you like know and love. Is S is a uh, pentatonic? No, S tier. It's S tier. <laughs> so there has been some like psychoacoustical research mm-hmm. that um, shows that like the pentatonic scale is essentially the basis for how humans understand music and how they hear mm-hmm. music. So I mean, it's got to go S tier. It has to be S tier. Yeah. Yes, it's been overplayed, but it it's the basis. It's it's yeah. the bread and butter. It's all, all right. about how you Would use you it. It's like with anything. What about if you play only pentatonic notes? Then it's at a certain point, it's probably going to sound like annoying or boring. Mm-hmm. But when you like flavor in the rest of it and oh, yeah. lean yeah. on the pentatonic, oh yeah, then you've lean got a strong melody with like some, on me. some emotion. Yeah, yeah. British people calling. Uh, notes, quavers, and semi-quavers. Quavers. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I I'd like a bowl you, of quaver oats. <laughs> this is this is this is a new concept to me. Oh, really? I'm not familiar with quaver. Yeah, quavers, quavers, semi-quavers. Um, I think a whole note is called a breve. Um, they have a whole list of different names. Okay, let me look up British. No, that's F, that's names F-tier. for notes. Because it doesn't give you any info. Yeah, okay. 
Here's what we got. That's a whole F note. Tier. A whole note is a semi brief. A half note is a minim. A quarter note mm. is a crotchet. An eighth mm. note is a quaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just get it just gets worse. Then this you have like- a semi quaver for a sixteenth. Thirty second notes are demi semi quavers. Sixty fourth notes are hemi demi semi quavers. Yeah. And then <laughs> you better not you better watch out for a semi hemi demi semi quaver. <laughs> which is a, a 128th note. I wonder, does anyone, do people actually say those words? Yes. Or All British people who learn music say crotchet and quaver and breathe and stuff like that. Qua- I feel like crotchet. this is, this I think is you the mean opposite. Cricket. Yeah, I mean like, yeah, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the opposite of like metric versus imperial system. Yeah, where ours where is like, clearly superior. Like yeah. their system, that makes no sense. Like you, can't, <laughs> the metric system makes perfect sense. Good on y'all. Yeah, but yeah, but this quaver stuff, no, whole half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Quarter, quaver, eight, quaver, crotchet, and semi breve are all F tier. Yeah, F tier. Um, they call this the British Imperial. Yeah, hey, if you're system British and you're listening, music. Yeah. please explain notation. Yeah. Explain yourself. All right. The next, the next music theory concept is a root position triad on middle C. Root position triad wow. on middle C. So yeah. we're talking. <laughs> I mean, can we put Preferably this anywhere other than on a piano? Can we put this anywhere right. other than C? <laughs> it is kind of. It has to be C tier. It's in the middle. That's a good it's point. Key of C. <laughs> Uh, is that net I neutral? Was, I think so. Net neutral. Uh, I mean, honestly, I was gonna go like somewhere between D and E, like in practice. Yeah. Oh, really? But see, when yeah. you play it though, you sit down How at the piano to... and you play that chord. Yeah. There's something beautiful in the simplicity, though. I just don't know if I ever want to hear that in an actual piece of music. You just have but so many more liked options. It. You just didn't you think mean about like, it. No, you. <laughs> do you like the song uh, "Hallelujah"? I do. Made famous by Jeff Buckley. I do. Chris, can you play Does the I intro a, to that? That is that's a root position triad in middle C, on middle C. It's just with with the octave up top. With the octave up top. I, with I the just, octave. That's why I didn't say F though. But I'm just. But but also so if you're much gonna more learn, you can do. If you're ever gonna learn piano or music in general, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you kind of gotta start there. You're I saying mean, you do have to. You're saying stave is Just higher like than stave. than a middle C yeah. chord. I I am saying that. I'm putting middle C triad <laughs> in D. D tier. All right, that's D fine. D tier. I'm fine with that. D. Uh, I mean, you you guys are putting it in C, though. No, nah, I'll so put it in have D. To... It's fine. C. <laughs> so it is D. You agree with me that it's D tier. Yeah, I'll put it in D tier. Root position. <laughs> All right. Middle C. I'm going to hit a, you. You got a banger here? To... Yeah, I'm going to hit you with, with a banger to cap us off here. All right. Two, five, one. Woo. Ooh. Two, five, one. Ooh. 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 I mean A tier. Or in minor A tier. A tier. It Maybe sounds S- great. It's no lower than 
It's be. the basis of all jazz and gospel yeah. music. And it immediately reorients your ear to a new key. Mm-hmm. And in such a yeah. smooth and pleasant way. Yeah. I mean... I, I'd put it in A tier. I wouldn't go as far as S. It's not S tier. Pent- pentatonic scale is our <laughs> S tier <laughs> like ceiling right now. Which really just shows our hand uh, <laughs> at what kind of music we make and listen it to. It kind of does. Two five, all right, so 251 is, def- is A tier. Yeah. Two five two thousand one is how that formatted. <laughs> it right. feels kind of like dumb to put two five one below pentatonic because they're so linked. Yeah, but well, no, well, what I mean is like the pentatonics are like easy and simple, and a two five one has more meat to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, you can rearrange. If if we need to rearrange, is two five one yeah. greater? Um, all right. Uh, I'm gonna ask you boys to wrap this one up for me. Oh yeah. Uh, I need to get up. Oh but, yeah. Um, we can review the final <laughs> the final tier when I get back. Well, we can we can just go ahead and 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 wrap up since we're right um, about forty five minutes. Close. All right, the movement to close. Uh, I second. Uh, Chris, would you tell the people um, where they can find all of our things? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> okay, just making sure I'm loud enough. You can find us on Instagram. We're a band called Mediocre at Best. If you didn't already read that, uh, we have a song out recently, an instrumental track called "Chris Moved." I'm Chris. I moved, <laughs> so we wrote that song. We actually wrote it before I moved, but hey, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. that's a story for another time. So that time. song's out on Spotify, on iTunes, on YouTube, wherever you can find that. We have a website with videos. We have a YouTube channel with videos. This podcast, The Mediocre Podcast, is on Spotify, is on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's on everywhere you get your podcast. We also post up this video after on YouTube if you want to go rewatch or watch older ones, whatever you want to do with this information you do that okay all right all right Follow us thank on you thank you for time. watching thank you for listening and we will see you uh probably next saturday you'll play them out with kiss from yeah Marino. i'm already playing it you know i'm already oh, playing yes, you are. <laughs> llama this is for you llama Baby, I can be and fade